In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real, and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination, and pirates make all the rules. That's right. The Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art, and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Welcome to Bonkers Romance, the show that celebrates authors who take big swings. We are Jenny Nordback, Melody Carlisle, and Katie Robert. And this week, Melody is recapping The Devil's Submission by Nicola Davidson for us. Okay, hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. We're here. We did it. I feel Welcome. like every single time we get on camera, our slutty boxes are having babies behind me. So they're just that's the whole thing going at it back there. They are. They're, like, they're, like they're past the screen. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's bananas. Okay. Listen, I am recapping a novella today. All right. And Excellent. I only say that in a aggressive manner. Because I might love this book so much that I did accidentally take notes for six poll pages. And like, I'm going to try <laughs> to do this in a reasonable amount of time because it's a novella, but like, I can't actually promise anything. So here we go. <laughs> this is from the same series that I just did one for with, who do we do that with? Hannah Witten. Uh, Hannah With Whitten. Hannah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I was so excited when I found out she chose that book because this is actually one of my favorite series I've ever read in historical ever. I was introduced to it a few years ago when we recapped the third one, um, the something of Viscount, the seduction of Viscount Vice, maybe listen, it doesn't matter on heaving bosoms and like. I immediately went back and read everything. It was my very first Nicola Davidson book. So the first one is the one that you did. And today we are going to talk about the second one, which is oh, called so The Devil's Submission. <gasps> yes, and it is. yeah, I'm stoked about it because 
it like most of the time when we see like a DS relationship, at least as far as my experience is concerned, it's so often the dude is the dominant and the the woman is the submissive. It's like if it's like a, a cis gender hetero situation. And this was one of the first ones that I've ever seen where that's flipped. And it made mm. me so fucking happy because <laughs> she also does a really good job of like, I don't know, just like combating gender essentialism upfront and you know like she makes it she makes it an actual part of the plot so that she can just fucking dismantle it oh hey it's temple update time this month we're back on our bullshit with katie regaling us with more fertile in my ex-boyfriend's dungeon and i can neither confirm nor deny that we discover an actual hard limit for katie Hannah Witten is also going to stop by to give us all of her best spooky season wrecks. In book club news, everyone in the Joybringer tier and Celebrant tier can download their ebook copies of My Wicked Prince by Molly O'Keefe and the entire audiobook collection of Court of the Vampire Queen by the one and only Katie Robert. Finally, Joybringers and Celebrants can check out all the digital art we've created for the temple. It's all on one convenient page waiting for you. If you want to get in on any of this goodness, head to bonkersromance.com temple and sign up. All right, back to the show. Anyway, okay, here we go. Okay, so... I usually also don't really like second chance romance. I'm not against it, but it's not. Oh, it's a second chance romance. I have to read it. No, most of the time I'm just like, are they going to whine for 30 pages of this 400 page book because (laughs) somebody did them wrong at some point? I know. I'm a weirdo. I know. I wish anybody who's listening could see Katie's face right now because it is just abject horror. (laughs) <laughs> I, no don't get me wrong when second chance romance is done poorly it yeah. makes me want to climb the walls but like when it's done well i'm just like give me that fucking angst getting and also my my marriage is a second chance romance like my relationship is so like oh. holds a special heart place in my heart for me yeah that's Always. right i forgot about they're that. so hard to write though Way they're so fucking hard Melody. to write I know. How dare you? We're fighting. Now I'm coming for Katie's marriage, everyone. How do you feel about that? That's what happened. You heard it. (laughs) Okay. So this, however, is a second chance romance, and I absolutely love it because we open up on Eliza... Uh, formerly Brimley, now Devereaux. And she lives in a country estate far the fuck away from England. And she has been there for six months because her husband did sort of throw her out of his sex club, Fallen. He didn't quite throw her out, but like their marriage like started going south for a while. And then she was like, maybe we could do a sexy vacation to like save our marriage. And he was like, or how about you pick a house? And I give you a wonderful stipend and you just go live your best life out wherever you want. And she was like, okay. And then Wait, ran is this from the London. hero? Yes. The husband? 
Yeah. Zach is, Sorry. <laughs> I remember this being referenced in the other book yeah. and being like, oh, he wants his wife, but he sent his wife away. And it's That's very intriguing. The only way second chance romance can like level up for me is if they're married the whole time. Yeah. They're married. <laughs> They've been married and they fucked it up and now they got to fix it. Oh, okay. I know. Seriously. <laughs> and like, there is no hope from Eliza's perspective. All right. So we're sitting there at tea in the fucking powder room. That's not right. In the. It's fine. The parlor. Room that, there's there's a lot of those. Of those sort types. of tea room. The sitting room. Okay. The sewing room. Listen, I usually sitting know the words. Room. Not today. She's sitting there with her absolutely horrendous mother, and her mother is like, "You have to go to London to for Sin and Grace's wedding because it's going to be the most talked about wedding of the ton and stuff and like the." prince regent is gonna be there and shit and she's like i'm definitely not going to the wedding i'm absolutely not going to the wedding i cannot possibly show my face around these people so i'm gonna send a nice gift and just hide my shame and she's like no actually you're definitely going to go to the wedding because i need you to ask your super rich king baller husband for some monies and she's like monies huh like what what precisely oh. does that mean and she's like oh i don't know like a cool ten thousand pounds and See, i don't know regency money but i feel like that's a lot hold on it's she says it's a small fortune me thinks it's a it's like mil okay listen <laughs> i don't know if i can read this correctly i don't know why like my eyes are crossing but according to this website me thinks that ten thousand pounds has the same buying power as 896,701 dollars jesus a lot mama. of money to just casually be like hey ask your husband yeah. for almost a million dollars is that what that number was mm -hmm. yeah yeah mm -hmm. that's a yeah, lot that's so, so what had happened what had happened was her dad made some bad investments and her mom was like oh no worries i'm just gonna take it out of the school coffers so that we can continue oh. living like rich bitches and then it's a rich school <laughs> yeah, well right because she yeah. owns a school that's like that's like for ladies to get good uh, marriages uh, and like the mm. motto is like that she's gonna make the ladies like delightful and decorous and demure oh no awful in preparation to like find good marriages so she takes all this money being like no worries all the parents are going to pay it back in tuition, no probs. But then her daughter does fuck up her marriage, according to the ton. And they're like, oh, why would I take my daughter to you? Her daughter can't even like keep a man at her place or whatever. You know what I mean? So anyway, and meanwhile, she's the worst mom ever because she's saying things like, oh, if only you were useful. And like, if only I didn't have the worst daughter in England. Ooh. And like- She's talking about it's how very nice when you're asking somebody for a million dollars. Uh-huh. Yeah, With that's me? that's how she thinks it's gonna go down. And to her credit, it does work on poor Eliza. Mm. Is there like an element of like, oh no, now I have to see him? Or is it like complete dread? No, she's she's dreading it completely. Oh, she's just perfect. like, oh, oh fuck stick. Oh, I yeah. cannot like I have to do this because I don't basically because I don't want my dad to suffer. Mm -hmm. Like she she imagines her dad in like a poor house and or a debtor's prison. And she's like, I can't do that to my poor popsicle. So 
Okay. I mean, to be fair, he would definitely pay the price, not the not the mom. Probably she. Actually, I have no idea how that works. See, this is what I don't read enough Regency. I just talk <clears throat> out of my ass about it. God. I think both people would go to debtor's prison. It's just a matter of whether or not the mom would be okay with survival sex work or like working in a factory. Gotcha. I gotcha, don't think okay. she would be okay with either of those things. Yeah. So Doesn't okay. Like yeah. And the other thing is that she's like, you could learn a thing or two from his mistress. Mrs. Charlotte Lewis, who's like slender and tall oh, no. and oh, submissive. Stop eating so many cakes, Eliza, <gasps> because oh, you're fighter awful. Mom. Oh yeah, I wanted to fight her the whole time. And don't worry, she gets hers. Yeah, well, um, Nicola Davis and I, I like- Yeah, Nicola I, Davis is a queen. Nicola, God, I just- Yeah. I'm <laughs> so- Okay. And so she's like, God damn it, I hate when she talks about her his fucking mistress. God damn it. Um, so she ends up going, right? And um from his perspective, we find out that like he's been miserable for the past six months. Like he's a <laughs> shell of a fucking human because he yeah, just he wants is. his wife. But he can't have his wife Ugh, because obsessed. he wanted courtship Lizzie. Because courtship Lizzie was awesome. Courtship Lizzie did shit like take him out to the garden, demand that he touch her properly, and then get them caught because she came too loud. Like <gasps> that's like courtship Lizzie rules. But then wife Lizzie fucking sucked. Wife what? Lizzie. Yeah, wife Eliza, I'm sorry, kept on, like it was good for a few weeks, but then her mother kept on visiting right. every couple of days. Oh. And her mother would be like, there is a proper way to be a wife. And then there's whatever the fuck you're doing over here. You got to stop it right it. now, lock it down. You're, you're going to ruin it. You're going to lose him. And so the more she tried to be like buttoned up and prim and proper and like doing lady things and not helping him with the accounting and stuff. And like, you know, not arguing with him or sharing her mind or anything. He just like got more distant and distant and distant until oh, like- Oh, and the more she tried to fix separately. it by being yeah, proper, she probably the, the yeah. more she shoved him away. Yeah. She thought she wasn't doing it enough, so she did it more. Exactly. Oh, I love it. And he's like, I don't know what I did wrong, but I, I thought I had gotten the jackpot and like married a dominant fiery woman who would just like take control and tell me what she wants and instead i got this like tepid society wife and it's stupid it's dumb he thinks so then <laughs> he finds out that she's there and he immediately immediately gets rock hard and he's like <sighs> he's like ah, this is this is my stupid body I like, I haven't been able to feel anything. And then the moment I find out my wife is within my vicinity, I get hard, even though she doesn't want to fuck it's like me. Like a homing beacon. I love yeah, it. Like, absolutely. So now he, he goes up to his room and like they're polite and remote with each other, but he keeps on asking her like, why are you here though? And she's like, oh, I'm here for the wedding. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, you're not. I know you. You would send a gift and your regrets. Why are you here? <laughs> Which is exactly like, what she wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's sexy. He knows her. I know. And then she starts getting a little bit more frustrated every time he presses her on it until like yes. she snaps at him a couple times. Uh -huh. But then she looks down at his trousers. Did he come in his pants? Uh, not, not quite. <laughs> okay. But okay. he has a tent for Jesus. 
Like it is the biggest boner she's ever seen. That schlong is just impressive. But since she's Lizzie, she thinks, oh my God, I must have interrupted him like with a lady. No. Like I love her so much. I know. I must have like he must have been getting a blowy just now. And like oh, I nice. fucked it up and it's terrible. And so she gets like weird again. And so finally he's like, oh, I know maybe you're here because you want to take advantage of like your membership at fallen does she have a membership at fallen yeah yeah she's part like she's one of the owners technically because she's devil's wife oh yeah okay because his name is grayson Devereaux, but everyone calls him devil there it's like contractually obligated for every regency romance series to have a devil in it and i love Mm. every single one of those books that yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah do it yeah. again do it yeah more read times. it to me with a shovel i will read it yeah. every single time mm-hmm. kerrigan burn burn has one that's just mm, i can't mm-hmm. remember the title could not tell you but it's oh, i love it so he's like maybe you're here to take advantage of your membership at fallen but you're gonna be disappointed because the men here aren't looking to fuck tepid society wives. They really <gasps> want to leave those at home. And mid-sentence, she hauls off and slaps him across the face. Oh. And then she's like, she stops and she's stunned. And like, she sees this look in his eye that she can't quite place, but it looks a little bit like hope. But like, that's stupid. Why would he be hopeful or okay with this and so she immediately is like yeah she's like oh my god i'm so sorry i'll never ah." and she like goes across the room and she's like nearly in tears and she's like i'll never do it again and he's just like it's okay it's fine like i'll see you later tonight there's no guest room so we have to sleep in the same bed and she's like oh no not that (laughs) i know but they're like they're like oh i know you'll be respectful of like the boundaries or whatever and so he leaves and now later on that night he's in sexual hell he says Mm. that's literally what he says he's like i thought i was hard earlier i was wrong uh for the past few hours like she's just been breathing next to me and i can't handle it at one point she whimpers his name and he's like she's like grayson in her sleep and he, he he like goes super still but then he realizes she was just like talking in her sleep and then she rolls over and puts herself in his neck crook oh. and then of course he's like extra going bananas and he can feel her like round gorgeous plump breasts against his uh-huh. against his naked chest and he's like all i would have to do is undo that tiny little bow and then i could just suck her nipples as much as i wanted to i mean i could make her come and all the things but he doesn't this is why one bed is superior because of shit like this yes yeah yeah so now we've got only one bed you're totally right Mm -hmm. so ding ding ding. uh uh-huh so he doesn't and he manages to get like maybe 45 minutes of sleep but then the next morning (laughs) she's like oh my god grayson we have to go because remember in England, in England times, even now, I think they have like the morning weddings, those breakfast mm-hmm. weddings or mm-hmm. whatever. That sounds terrible. Agreed. You have to get up so early to do your hair. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. No, no. Mm-mm. 
so she's like oh my god we're late it's like 10 a.m sin's gonna kill us we gotta go and so he gets up and she's like he's like oh fuck how am i gonna do my my cravat or whatever and she's like oh you still don't have a uh a valet and we get a little bit of his internal monologue where he's like, no, I don't have a valet. Like, I'm never going to have a valet because of what my dad and his valet did to me the last time I ever spoke to my father. Uh-oh. Like, oh, my no, father trauma. wanted, yeah, my father wanted to beat the weakness out of me. And wow, did he try? But we don't get any more details other than that. Okay. So then she's like, okay, well, I'll help you with your cravat and you help me with my stays and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Great. So she, he sits down and she walks over and she's still in that chemise. Okay. And she's winding it around his neck. And he's just sitting there being like, oh my God, her boobs are right in my face and they're Mm -hmm. perfect. And I've missed Mm -hmm. them. And like, I want, I thought we were going to be best friends and like, I just want them so badly. And they're jiggling in front of me. And like, I don't know what to do. And finally she's like, Grayson, what's the matter? And he sort of loses his marbles and he tries to be honest, but he he manages to say that chemise is too small. Oh <gasps> no. Oh and no, Grayson. So, no. Yeah. So her face falls and she's oh, like, no. oh yeah, ha. My mother did tell me that I need to lose some weight. No. And I then hate it. He says. Why the hell would you do that? Damnation, Eliza. It's not your weight. It's your fucking perfect breast straining against the fabric. I was hard all night looking at that little bow, thinking how easy it would be to undo so I could take one of your nipples in my mouth and suck it until it was swollen. So sensitive, you screamed. Eliza's eyes widened, her cheeks pink. Why, why didn't you? And then in his inner monologue, he says, because I want you to tell me to, to order me to pleasure you like that time in your parents' garden maze, one of the few nights I felt free. But out loud, he says, you were asleep. I mean, that's fair. That is fair. Also fair. Yeah. Like I, sometimes I get mad. Like, don't, don't fuck with my sleep. Don't do that. Oh, oh yeah. No. I say it in the book. I'm like, do it. And in real life, I'm like, fuck. Get away from me. Don't touch me. I know. <laughs> no. This uh, is a sacred time. I do love like the, like, I don't love miscommunication as a point of like conflict on like, if we just had a conversation, we could like talk it out. But the miscommunication of like idiots in love, like yeah. this is my, I love this because it's just like they are just bad at communication and that's okay because that's real life it's not like mom has like head fucked her it's not even like it's an external thing constantly whispering in your ear that you're not doing it right absolutely absolutely and i especially like it when it happens but then the author immediately fixes it yeah like Mm. there's like she she looks at him and she gets really brave and she straddles him and she kisses him and he like doesn't move and he goes she says grayson kiss me back and so he (laughs) makes out with her whole face and then she gets overcome and she's like do it do what you said you wanted to do last night so he does that little tiny bow that fucker and he gets to go into town on her boobs and then he starts making her tell him in detail 
what she wants to the point where like finally when she says like make me come or whatever he's like do you want my fingers do you want my mouth do you want me to fill you with my cock yeah all of it but then no oh yeah so they knocks at the door bang 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 we're gonna be late and then this giant scottish man walks in and vice is here to be like you're gonna be late we gotta go but they're behind a privacy screen right now and so devil's like okay we'll be there in a minute and then vice says oh we and then it's like dot 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 lady eliza (sighs) and she's like she's like yep we'll be right there and then she gets off of him and she's immediately in a huff because like why was there a question mark at the end of that sentence are there so Uh, many women coming through her husband's bedroom that like he doesn't know if he should say a name out loud is that what's going on over here and she's super dumb and it's so cute so now they go to the wedding yeah they go to the wedding and it's beautiful and afterwards her mom grabs her by the elbow and takes her aside like the the clutching the hard clutch that Uh, hurts on your elbow oh we know this one yeah Mm. takes her aside and she's like have you asked him yet and she's like i i've been able i've been in his presence for like eight total minutes you hag like no she doesn't say that though that's melody fanfic Mm -hmm. um (laughs) (laughs) but then she's like okay and lady brimley looks across the room and sees devil talking to a one mrs charlotte lewis Mm. and she's like he's talking to his mistress out here in front of everyone like her mom i suspect this is not his mistress Hmm. i feel like (laughs) mm -hmm. so she's like you go and you stop that but like remember a lady never yells She's like, no. <laughs> so she goes over there. Be mad, but do it the right way. It's right. exactly right. Yeah, you the have socially to socially acceptable way. The exact right way. And then we we hear he and Charlie talking, and she's saying like, you gotta you gotta just tell her. Like, if you want to be happy, you just have to tell her what you want and what you need. And he's like, what the, what are you talking about? The lady delivered the most exquisite slap, but then almost burst into tears. Like she's not into it. I'm not gonna like lay my secrets bare in front of her. And then he asked her about her relationship and she's like, oh, we broke up because he did punch me in the stomach. It's like bad. And then he looks at her and he just says, like casually thrown out there. Just yeah, that's yeah, truly. That's that's sort of how it's written. She's like, I I like took a crap to him at one point and he decided he didn't like it. And like she had his consent because she's a professional dominatrix, but he like just decided to freak out and punch her anyway. Nice. And so not great. Yeah. So Eliza overhears the moment where Grayson says to Charlie. Oh, what is it? He he says exactly, um, you know, oh, oh, wait. The other thing, the other thing that happened is that um, she's like, gosh, my track record for like steering dominant women and submissive men together has been perfect, except for now. Like, I'm sorry I told you to accidentally run into her that one time at the park when you started dating. And he's like, no, no, I thought I thought the same thing. We were just wrong or whatever. And then we find out about the breakup. And he says, 
He says, you know, I love you unconditionally and for time without end, correct? And she looks at him and she's like, and I love you too, even though you keep me awake at night because like she's worried or whatever. But those exact words, Eliza overhears and she immediately just like bursts in. She's like, oh, hello, Mrs. Lewis. And she's like, (laughs) so Charlie's like, it's weird that people call me that because I've never been married. You know what I mean? And then (laughs) Eliza's like, no, because you really like married men, don't you? And like, you need to pack your bags and get the fuck out of Fallen and like, get away from me and you stay away from my husband. And I mean, I do love that she didn't run away and like cause a big thing. It Mm -hmm. was like, no, we're going to, we're going to fight about it right now, right here. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's fantastic. But then Devil looks at her and he's like, Eliza, super no. Like, she's one of my closest friends and I will not throw her out. And she's like, fine, then I'm leaving. And then she takes his carriage and like steals it and goes back to fall in without him. And bless Charlie. He looks at her and he's like, you know that you always have a place to live. You are safe no matter what. And then she looks him dead in the face and she says, don't be an idiot. If it comes to a choice between me and your wife, you choose your wife. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. he's like you dummy <laughs> yeah you dummy and he's like oh my god gotta go so he goes back he goes to his office he gets hammer town drunk on like three bottles of brandy and then mm-hmm. he's like going over solves everything absolutely yeah. <laughs> he's like going over in his brain like all of the the internalized toxic masculinity that he's learned over the years. And he's like, I'm so weak. I'm so soft. Like my dad tried to fix me and like, it didn't work. And I'm like, I'm an aberration and it's terrible. And like, I can learn to be an alpha male. I can totally do it. I can be a dominant alpha male. I'm just going to go down and learn one more time from those dominant alpha male boys. So he like okay, stumbles. Buddy. Okay. I know. I know. It's a lot. Oh, <laughs> I know. You sweet baby. So he goes down there and goes into the room that like a bunch of DS exhibitionists are in. And basically they're like, oh my God, devil, come play with us. Like my wife would love to put on a show for you. And like, do you want to do this wax stuff? And like, can I hand you this crop? And he's like, yep, here <laughs> we go. Guy. Yeah, absolutely. And then meanwhile, Eliza's up burning a hole in the rug because since she left, she's been pacing back and forth being like, why didn't he chase me? (laughs) Dummies, dummies. They don't ever chase you, everybody. Smush their heads together. Faces together. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, that's basically what happens. She goes down and she's like, I'm going to go fucking find him. And the butler, yeah. Before the butler opens the door for her, he's like, oh, thank goodness you're here. Like, he's in he's in there uh like do you want a mask and she's like yes i do thank you for offering me one because everyone wears a mask except Mm -hmm. for the owners the owners and like their partners or whatever don't wear masks and she's like my position here is way too precarious for me to be comfortable with that i have to wear a mask and she goes in Hmm. then vice stops her and vice is like oh thank fucking christ you're here like (laughs) he's in that room and he's like physically hurting himself and like he thinks we don't know what he prefers that idiot and he thinks we wouldn't be okay with it and we've been like trying to give him space and be like he'll be comfortable telling us at some point but 
he, he hasn't. And like, are you here to fight for him? Like the warrior we thought you were, or are you going <gasps> to run again? Oh, and she's like, I like that. I know. And she's like, I'm, I'm here to fight. Like, take me to him. So she goes in there and everybody else is like in pure bliss, right? Like they're getting everything that they need. And then she looks at devil and he's like ashen gray and he's sweating and he's got this awful look on his face and Charlie's standing off to the side. might be the three bottles of brandy, but. That could be definitely part of it. (laughs) But Charlie's standing off to the side because it's her room. She comes in and she looks at her and she's like, you say you fucking love him and you're letting him do this. That's, that's, that's not okay. And then Charlie looks at her and she's like, to be fair, madam in here, that's my boss. Like I, <laughs> the power dynamic is very cut and dry. I can't stop. And also he is, like he that. is a, a, a grown, a grown ass man, a grown ass man who should be able to like, who's in a position of power, who should yeah. be able to be like hey i just need you to spank me thank you like (laughs) like please but instead he's trying to like you know dole out the punishment and be the dominant and it's just like it's just like killing him inside so she's like well i'm not gonna let this continue and she grabs him and she gets up in his ear and she's like you are coming back to your room with me right now and he's like okay so he immediately oh, goes out with her. He does collapse at one point on the way up to his room. It's fine. It's just like a casual <laughs> a of, pass out. You know, we've just, all been there. Just a, just a little dip, a little dash of alcohol. A little whoopsie do. Yeah. yeah. It happens. Yeah. So then she takes him upstairs and gets him in the room and puts him in a bath. And she's like, I don't know how you can say Charlie's a dear friend. And like, this is how she lets you treat yourself like you're you're torturing yourself this is awful and she's like i'm gonna tell sin and vice to ban you from that room and he's like oh really madam wife and she's like oh you count on it and then he starts getting very hard mm-hmm. and he's like oh uh oh oh no this is embarrassing <laughs> and he's like hold on just let, let me get a towel real quick and she whispers no in the bathroom And just that one whisper, he immediately stops and like goes still and waits. And so then she starts drying him off and she's torturing him by drying all the places except for the place he wants her to touch Mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. But then she gets down on her knees in front of him and she gives him the blowjob of his life. And like between their two perspectives, they both like Nicola makes sure to say that like even though she's the one on her knees like you would never you would never um think or mistake the fact that she's in charge you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so anyway she goes down on him and then uh looks up and she's like now you can come like you have to come for me right now and that's Mm -hmm. when he you know blows it so then Later on, she's standing by the fire and she's like, this is, I don't understand. Like, I was so bold. And like, it seems like every time I'm bold, I get a really good result. And Mm -hmm. I'm not doing what my mom says, but it seems to be working. And like, I don't really know how to parse that. 
Also, then, is your mom's relationship with your dad one you really want to like replicate? I mean, yeah. am, are, uh -huh. is this yeah. the goal? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Deep thoughts. So, yeah. So he comes up behind her and like and like snuggles her, and he's like, "What are you thinking about?" And she's like, "Oh, I don't know. Like, you like me best when I'm not what I ought to be." And mm. he says, "No, nah, not quite. I just like you best when you're fiery and in control, and you know, just assertive and powerful. That's how I like you the best." And it's just so sweet. Okay, so now she's like, "So what if I was to tell you?" what to do to me and he's like yes please i will do whatever you wish wish as long as it brings you pleasure and so she's like okay undress me and he does and then she like saunters over to the chaise lounge and sits down yeah. and she's like bring me some champagne and he's like oh yeah absolutely he goes over to get the champagne but he's so eager that he trips on the rug and spills the champagne oh. all over her body and he's like oh fuck, eliza I'm so perfect. sorry. Ugh. Perfect. I oh, know. No. He's like, oh no, let me get a towel. And she's like, absolutely not. I think your tongue will do a much better job. And so yes, then he will. starts licking her all over and it's incredible. And then, you know, basically to sum it up, she tells him to go down on her and it's like the best ever. And then she's, she says, She's like, all right, now you're going to sit here and I'm going to ride you and we're going to test out how strong this chase lounge is. And he's like, yes! <laughs> best ever! ever! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now we like see some happy couple time and they he and the boys plan like the midsummer bash or whatever. And then he comes to his office and she's going over the books. And she's like, there's, there's like this expense I can't reconcile. I don't know what it is. And it's like a name of some sort. And he's like, oh, don't worry about that. That's just a personal expense. And she's like, oh my God, you have a baby, don't you? Please don't tell me it's like a young baby. <laughs> oh. Like, do you have a kid? Oh, fuck. And he's like, Eliza. no. I know, Eliza that's, is- That's a always, bit of a jump. Uh-huh. <laughs> always at an 11, this lady. So he's like, no, absolutely not. It's for my mother because my dad might have a title, but he's like insanely in debt and he would never make sure that she- like, you know, can pay for anything. And she's like, oh my gosh, you're so good to your mother, even though you haven't spoken for 10 years. And he's like, I mean, it's not all for my mother. Like she has servants and like, you know, people that are relying on her for their livelihood. So like, I want to make sure they're taken care of. And he's like, you know, really trying to minimize it as much as possible. She's like, okay, but 10 years ago, that sounds like the time like, a, like, is that around the time when you started to learn that your preference is for your partner to be in control? And he's like, Eliza, I don't want to talk about it. Leave me alone. Like, it's, it, we're, we're just, let's do something else. And then she, he, she comes up behind him and hugs him and asks him again. And he's like, you're going to make me tell you, aren't you? And mm -hmm. she goes, yes, because I'm in charge here and it's going to be how I like it. Okay, she says, I'll have it the way I like it, but first kiss me. So she there's it, this whole scene, she like asks him to be a little bit vulnerable and then immediately praises him for doing so. And like, you know, uh, reinforces that behavior by like doing sexy times. Mm -hmm. So I do love, I do love a, we can't communicate unless we sort of fucking yes. like. Yeah, you've got yeah. to distract part of the brain yep. so that you can just let the rest out. Yeah. Yes. So he lifts her up. And he puts her against the wall with her legs around his waist. And 
it says that she can tell in this moment that this is going to be what decides whether their marriage succeeds or fails. And like, she really wants it to succeed. No pressure. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And so she's like, so then she reaches down and she grabs his cock and she strokes a little and she's like, so now you may answer me. And he's like, please let me come. And she's like, I want to so badly, darling. My pussy is wet and aching. And I know you'll fill me so very full. I love it when you're deep inside me. But you are holding on to a terrible hurt right now. And I cannot allow that between us. Oh, I love it. I know. And so she's still stroking him. And he's like, what do you want to hear? That I was like the weird kid who didn't like hunting. And I just, I was soft. And everybody like said rumors about me because I didn't want to have sex with all the village girls. Like the only reason I didn't want to have sex with them is because they were so in awe of my fucking courtesy title. And they just wanted to serve me. And it like, yuck, I didn't want that. And so she's like, you did such a good job. Now please fuck me into oblivion. And like, give me every drop of your cum. And it's amazing yeah that's so good yeah yeah he's been emotionally vulnerable and now they can have better sex yeah absolutely okay so now he's marriage (laughs) i know do it do it resuscitate it okay so now he's like oh we're going to mayfair actually before that he collapses into a chair and says something cheeky and so she pinches him and he goes stop it you're gonna make me hard again and she's Mm. like she starts pinching him more and she's like what's the problem with that and so they do fuck some more but then they go to mayfair (laughs) (laughs) because they have to replace all the chemises that he's been tearing Mm. apart it's really nice like a puppy yes Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, there's no training to blame. Honestly, it's the bows. Yeah. yeah. So now, oh, we also find out that he learned about submission at parties that Charlie used to throw, like discreet parties, private parties for people who wanted to explore, and that's how he knows Charlie, or originally knows her. Okay, so now they go to Mayfair, and they're like in the carriage. He's like well, we got to plan your midsummer costume. Like you would make an amazing fairy queen. And like, you're mm-hmm. such a beautiful redhead. Can I humbly suggest that you wear green? You know, just to just do with that what you will. And then he's like, but also like maybe no stays and like no corset and stuff. And then she says, it's so cute. She says, listen, my, my breasts are too big to be free and run amok. And then he sits at the, he's like, looks out the window and he's like, hmm, yeah. And she goes, you're thinking about them running amok, aren't you? And he's like, no, no, no. Ledgers. But yes, also numbers. yes. <laughs> yeah. So they do this whole flirt while they're shopping. And she's like, you know, she's like, what do you think about this fabric? And like twirling and stuff. And she's so excited and they're so cute together. And then like she cheekily like grabs his package as she walks by one time. And then she goes totally still and like almost goes green. Oh, and her she's mother like, shows up, doesn't can I, pl- can we please get out oh. of here? We have to go right now. We have to go right now. We have to go right now. And he's like, what's the matter with you? And she's like, nothing, nothing. I just have to get in the carriage right now. And then she hears, Eliza, mm. you know, Grayson, I'm, your mother-in-law is here. Yeah. Oh no, somebody ran over the carriage. That's so sad. I know, two badsies. <laughs> and so she's like, has my daughter, like, are, are you okay with what my daughter asked you? 
And he's like, asked me, I don't understand. And Eliza looks at her and, and she's like, mom, no, don't like, you're going to ruin everything. And she's like, oh, you be quiet. Like, I can't believe that you haven't done. Oh, she's so selfish. She doesn't think about anybody but herself. No. Like, but I know that you care about other people. And oh, so no, no, yeah. he's going to think that it's. <sighs> so they go to tea and he finds out that she needs almost a million current day dollars. <sighs> and, and it, oh, it's, it's like devastating because one of the things about his character is that to everyone else he's like remote and he has no feelings and he's like just ledgers and rules and like don't fuck with devil but not with her like when when they're good like he calls her lizzie he's the only person on earth that calls her by a nickname and like it anyway so he what he she's like you know my school's failing and then he says well i mean things should get better now that we're reconciling don't you think and she's like well yes and i applaud every sacrifice my daughter has made to achieve that reconciliation oh no eliza clenched her fists i haven't made any sacrifices mother yes you have behaving like a strumpet in public just to please your husband Oh, my dear, I saw what you did while looking at fabrics, and my heart broke for you. But rest assured that I forgive you, for it is a woman's lot to endure distasteful things. I'm going to fight her. I know. She's horrible. Yeah. And she's like... because it's not like you're a bitch and you suck it's like oh like it's just like that creep in because then that's the voice mm-hmm. you hear that yeah. haunts you later on like which i'm sure with uh yeah yeah and, and it's it powerful fire. yeah mm-hmm. and so she's like i'm not i'm this is I, I i am not in the same position as you like this is not what we we are not the same and then she looks at him and she's like grayson and he says no need to explain eliza said grayson icily making her shiver As your mother rightly points out, it is the wife who suffers when her husband is inadequate because this also pushes all of his insecurities. I mean, Mm. that's so well done on a craft level, but it hurts hurts so badly because it's done so well. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, it's all very clear now. You needed the money. So you gritted your teeth and altered your personality to please your weak, pathetic husband while performing acts of a sexual nature that you loathed and mocked and sought absolution for later. And nobody, oh, I know oh, I want her to just be like, no, fuck that. He does. She oh, says my- out loud in front of him in the carriage. She's like, no, my mother is absolutely wrong. I've never been happier. I've never felt more like myself. Like this is, this is not correct. And like, what was I supposed to do? Like my parents were in this, I didn't know what to do. And he says, you could have asked me for the money anytime, Eliza. Instead, you forced your way back into my life, working with me, dining with me, sharing my bed. You fucked me. You owned me. You stripped me bare and made me believe. And all the time it was about duty. And like, he's just unreachable. Which, to be fair, I mean, if you were like, wow, I'm finally getting what I wanted. This is, like, what it could yeah. be like. This is, like, you know, what I was afraid to want. And, like, you're validating, like, my, like, taste and my personality and everything. And then to find out that she needs money. 
of course he that's the first thing he's gonna like nobody could really want me like absolutely absolutely hate it I know. It's gonna be I, I might want to slap him and hug him at the same time. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's like so, it, so it's so like well it. done. Oh my god. Okay, so now, like later on that that day, she brings him dinner on a tray, and he's like, "Oh, I I thought that you would be like on to Lincolnshire or whatever the fuck county she lives in," and she's like, "Oh, oh no, I think you're gonna find it very hard to get rid of me now," <laughs> and he's like, "You really you don't have to do that." Uh, good for her though good for her i know stand your ground she's starting to feel her power and it's Mm. hot and no run away like prey so he'll chase me now she's gonna do it Ah. she's gonna get him and she does it's the it's listen okay so she looks at him and she's like no no i'm i'm gonna be really tough to get rid of uh like i i don't know how you thought that I was unhappy at all. Like I've been so happy the past few weeks, like anybody can moan and, uh, you know, scream and whatever, but like, I couldn't fake those physiological responses. Like, do you remember how wet my pussy got and like how I clenched you and how like you felt the spasms and that's what made you come and like use your power. Oh my God. It's so good. So it's much longer than what I just said, but it's all that talking him into submission. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) And then she says, now that I know what you need, I'm more than happy to give it to you because She's also been like, I love controlling your pleasure and instructing you, she calls it. Oh, it's so hot. But then he sort of freaks out and he's like, that is not all I need. You don't know what I need. And she's like, well, then fucking tell me, man. Like, you have to use your words. <laughs> you have to meet me halfway. Like, I'm yeah. making the effort. Do a, do a 10% for me. Thank I've you. I'm doing so much guessing games over here. Like, tell me. Is it, so a, she, is it a baby? Is there a baby? <laughs> right. <laughs> and and she do she not give says, Eliza a chance to freak out. <laughs> exactly. She's like, Grayson, you're like at this point, you're scaring me. And he's like, No, I like pain. Like it started when um his dad tried to like, you know, beat him, beat the the weakness that he called it weakness, quote unquote, and like the the softness out of him. And then he told his instructors at Eaten to like not spare the cane mm. and then that so turned bad. into yeah that turned into grayson misbehaving so that he would get oh. caned all to fuck and then he would go back and like masturbate like a nutter butter and come everywhere and then when buckets his dad, of it, i'm sure buckets is buckets is <laughs> And then when his dad found out about that like then everything he he stopped for a while But then he found Charlie's parties and he was like, that's when I learned about Mm. submission. And I learned about the combination of submission and pain. And like, that is what I need. But then the dad found out about the parties. And so the next time trigger warning for fucking abuse, the next time he came home, um, his dad and his valet were waiting there and they, they like nearly beat him to death. And he says, Yeah, he says, the problem was that I didn't cower and I didn't beg. I laughed. I laughed and I enjoyed it. And one time when my dad got me with a particularly good hit with the buckle of a belt, I came in my trousers. I'm not I'm not ashamed about it. And that's when they used their fists. And that's when they almost killed me. 
and I had to basically like army crawl my way back to Charlie's house. And then he lived with her until he got his, he got to his majority. Right. And so he's like, so that, that is what I want. And I like you, so run, like go now, get away from me. Like if you care about me at all, just go. And she does, she flees. Oh, however, come on, Eliza. I mean, I, I guess if you're using, if he's trying. Oh, to there's a her. however. Oh, there's a, okay, okay. It's okay, a however. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I runs, hold my comment. Runs. Yeah, she doesn't know where she's going. She doesn't know where she's going, but then, you know, her in her tearful haze, she does see that she's standing in front of Charlie's door. Oh, yeah, there you go, okay. Yeah, and she knocks, and Charlie opens the door, and she's like, oh, hey. <laughs> and <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, Grayson just told me about everything, and, like, lots. Well, thank you so much for saving his life, and, like, oh. I, I'm so sorry that I've been treating you like this. She's like, I don't, I don't even care that you used to be together. It's fine, because you, you saved him. And Charlie's like, together? Well, me and and devil like no like don't take offense to this but he's super not my type i like him big and strapping and he's like super aristocratic and i just i couldn't um (laughs) and she's like wait 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 so you you lived together for years and she's like yeah but that would be like fucking my brother and (laughs) it's so cute and so she's like i want to learn what it would take to fully satisfy him because then i can make a decision about whether i'm staying or going but i have to i have to see oh and so you thinking it through and making an educated choice i know i'm so proud i know <laughs> and so charlie says you're serious then lady or no i will never consent to assisting you if your damn sensibilities are going to take over again and you hurt him by pulling right back because this time would be so much worse when Dev has seen what happens or what happiness could be like, Eliza let out a slow breath. It was time to lay all her cards out on the table and that meant her past regrets as well. Everyone, including herself, deserved the truth even if it was uncomfortable. I was such a fool. Pulling back hurt me as as well as him. I'm not delicate and ladylike. I'm bold and bossy. I love instructing him. I love being in control. And I'm so blasted tired of hiding it. And Charlie's just like, fuck yeah. Yeah. goddamn time. (laughs) So she watches one of her dominatrix sessions with like an aristocrat of some sort. And Eliza like asks him a couple of questions about what it does for him. And he's like, you know, he tells her all the things about not having, like having to be in control in every other part of his life. So she watches him get like, like, uh, I think cropped, hit with a crop quite a bit. And she watches, she watches Charlie use, like, she tells him to stay perfectly still. And when he like shivers at one point, Charlie just like very subtly takes a step back and like, won't go near him for a minute. And she's like, oh my God, that was punishment. Oh shit she's telling him that she's still in control and he needs to like keep it together. And then she watches him come everywhere. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm so turned on. That was the hottest thing. I fucking love it. Oh shit. And so she leaves (laughs) and she's like, okay, that's it. I, she, it says after that erotic demonstration, she knew without a doubt that false, timid, proper Eliza could never exist again for Grayson's fulfillment. She would she would gift him the pain-infused pleasure he needed. And in turn, she would finally be free. So now 
Okay, we're almost done. I'm sorry. So now, kill Eliza and her mom. Yes. Not Lizzie. Lizzie's good. We like Lizzie. Lizzie <laughs> is here to stay. Eliza, yes. burn Eliza down. Yes. So a few days later, we're in Devil's perspective, and he's like, "I'm a sad panda. I told her to go away, and she like did listen. I haven't seen her, like barely seen her in the past <laughs> few days, and I hate it. Like I don't really know what's going on." And then <laughs> somebody's like devil there's a guest like a visitor for you in your office and he's like weird sauce so he goes in there and it's his brother because he hasn't seen his brother in the past 10 years either because his brother is like the title you know dude and he needs to make his dad happy or whatever and he's like oh god like hello and then lizzie's like i did that because she's like standing behind him she's like yeah i brought him charlie said he's a good guy and like he really seems to be and i thought that you needed to talk to him. And he's like, okay, we're going to talk about this later. Cause first of all, you're talking to Charlie. And second of all, holy <laughs> shit, this is awesome. So his brother's like, I'm so sorry. Like I shouldn't have ignored you. I, you know, I should have been a better brother. And like, we're, we're, you know, they, they like do a family reconciliation and it's beautiful. And one of the things his brother says is like, you're not the only one who has tastes outside the norm because listen, I love the ladies, but I also love the gents. Mm-hmm. And then Devil's like, oh my God, you have to join Fallen. Like, you have to come on. Come do I the thing. I happen to have a sex club. Yeah. Right. What a coinkening. I know. <laughs> so then he's like, Liz- Eliz- Eliza, that was, that was amazing. I never thought that would happen in like my wildest dreams. I never thought I would talk to my brother again. Like, please let me know what I can do for you to like you know pay you back and she's like and he's like can i can i take you back to mayfair uh do you want a trip to the continent like rome is really nice and she's like no no (laughs) i don't i'm not interested in that at all what i need is for you to be upstairs naked and bent over the bed yeah Yeah. because she says (laughs) she says lizzie I have a brand new cane that I need to try out and you need some discipline. Mm-hmm. And he's so like strong cane right off the bat. All right. Oh, I yeah. know. Right. <laughs> Zero to cane. Jesus. I'm like, Oh, Lizzie, let's no tone it down. Give me the cane. Right. Yeah. I know. <laughs> here's a nice little soft flogger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's a flogger. But here's the Start thing. There. You two. Lizzie's not trained. a She's been yeah. taking a crash course. She's been taking lessons from Charlie for like the past five days or something. I mean, she's practically an expert. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, right? That's how that works. <laughs> totally takes five days. Mm-hmm. So he... But good for her, like doing research. Like, oh, yeah, I love that committed. for her and him. I and know, him. I know. So she gets up there and he's like laying on his tummy with his hands on his forearms. And she comes in in like a leather corset and hotness and wow. And he's like, he like immediately gets up on his hands and knees. And she's like, oh, this will not do. Like, Mm. and he's like, you look amazing. Oh my God, you look so hot. And then she's like, go get over there and lean over and like grab the pole basically. And so she's like, you may only call me Lizzie. And I need a safe word. And so he chooses fire for the most wonderful woman in the world, he says. 
because of our hair and our personality. Mm. And then she's like, okay, before we, <laughs> before we begin, I have to do something. And she takes out the check that he wrote for her parents, which is for 15,000 pounds, because that's how devil oh, does things. That is how devil does things. I know. And he rips, she rips it to shreds. And he's like, oh, fuck. And she's like, no, I need you to know that this is not about money. This is not about anything except you and me and embracing our true selves and being free together. That's what we're doing right now. We're freeing each other. And he's just like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So now <laughs> there's this amazing- He's already in subspace. Oh, he's just like- <laughs> Seriously. Like he is just, he is there. So then she canes him and corrects him about like calling her Lizzie after after responding to her you know and then she like teases him asking what he would give for her to take him in her mouth and her cunt and he's just like anything and she's like anything Lizzie and he's like anything I was just I wasn't that was, I was just feeling I wasn't thinking oh no so then she hits his butt and she's like, oh, you like that, don't you? And she kneels down and she kisses the welts and then she parts his cheeks and she does do a butthole lick. And he's hey, like, Lizzie. oh my God, I'm going to come if you do that again. And she's like, Charlie was right about everything. Look at that. <laughs> and then he's begging to come and she's like, no, you need to, you need to come suck on my nipples. You need to go down on me. You need to like do all the things, but then like now let's have sex. And then they have penetrative sex and it's like the most, the most transcendent thing in the whole wide world for both of them. And he, when they're done, he says, you must love me a whole lot to change like this. And she says, I love you more than anything, but I'm not changing. I'm discovering. We can be free together when we're fully ourselves. And then she's like, however... I do have this other thing looming over me that does feel like a trap. And he's like, it's your mom, isn't it? <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's terrible. Nice. Yeah. So the end is that he's like, I don't know. I think we should save the school, but like put some stipulations on it. And she's like, oh, what stipulations? And he's like, whatever you come up with, this is your show. So she and he and his brother all go to the school and she's like hey mom i am gonna save the school however there are some rules one uh, there's gonna be a board of governors and the brother-in-law is gonna be like the head of it two it's gonna be audited by grayson all the time and then three you're a figurehead only you get a stipend of 200 pounds a year and you don't get to touch the school and her mom like is shrieking and whatever. And she's like, <laughs> and the first thing that's going to go is this curriculum about demure and decorous and delightful or whatever the fuck. And like, they're going to be strong and they're going to be proud of who they are and you know, all the things. So like, so then that happens and then it ends at the midsummer party. Of course it does. It had to. It had She's to. She's queen. She's the fairy queen. She is the fairy queen in a beautiful green dress that's like spring leaves. And he's he keeps on being like, have I told you how beautiful you are? She's like only 65 times. Goodness gracious. And like you're you make a beautiful consort as well. And so she goes and sits up on her throne as the fairy queen. And then when Vice goes to mingle, she's like, do you want to come sit in the other throne for a little while, like, and come chat with me? And he says, 
oh, absolutely not. That's too far away from you and your cane. Like I belong at your feet where you can, where you can like run your fingers through my hair and whisper dirty things in my ear. And she says, well, if you sit at my feet, then everyone will know. And he says, yeah, I want them to know. I want to finally just embrace who I am. And then he does sit at her feet and he like puts his head on her thigh and he looks out into the whole crowd and he's like, oh my God, they're accepting it. And she's like, of course they are, you big dummy. You're a big, big dummy, but I'm glad that you're happy. You've created this haven for people to be fully who they are. They want the same thing for you. Ugh. It's so sweet. It's wonderful. It's the fucking best. And I love this book. The end. Yay. Yay. Sorry, that took so long. (laughs) Also, I just realized I had the wrong microphone on. So RIP, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. It's fine. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So who has aftercare? Because I need it. After the devil's submission. Oh, the devil's submission. Yeah. I've been reading good books, but my aftercare is not a book. It is, I, so Danny Romero, who just gives me things, like information every time I have a conversation with her. Oh, she's um, amazing. Yeah. She is. Also has ADHD. And so we were talking about how there's like a sound that goes around TikTok that if you turn your phone to the side, it does like panning. And she's like, I was like, I tried like ADHD playlists. I don't like them. They, they don't make my brain happy. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, look up panning. So I did that. Well, which led me to 8D, like eight, the number D. And you put your headphones on and the sound moves back and forth between the headphone, between like things. And I, it scratches my brain. It makes, it just instantly chills me out. It's, I think it's because it kind of triggers the same stuff like EMDR is like the bilateral mm-hmm. stimulation. Yeah. And it's just like, there's playlists Like listening on to what? Like, like it's just, just regular just music? Songs. No, it's like specific, like I've, songs I've never heard of. I'm sure that, I don't know if they exist outside of this, they must. Mm. But like, there's a couple, like there was the, the Johnny Sailor Bold, I think was on there, like one of those ones. But these ones seem like they're specifically designed for it. So it just like regularly moves back and forth. And it just like, I was having a having a, a rough mental day, and I was like, "I'll just try this out, like see what what's what's going on." And I was like, "Oh, this is lovely. I love this." Awesome. So, highly recommend checking that out if you <gasps> are neurodivergent and on 8D. TikTok and listen to the yeah. My aftercare is the third book in this series. It is about <laughs> it is about vice. I think it's also a second chance romance, and. It's like a lady from his Scottish past and it's all about exhibitionism. Um, Mm. The (laughs) like they find out. Yeah. 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 So like at one point they, I think he like they're in a window and there's somebody walk, there's two, like a couple walking by and like they do some play there. That's, you know, very hot for her and the climactic scene is on that pirate ship uh, room where she basically like decides to be the pirate queen and they do a whole show together and it's amazing yay i have fucking nothing unless you guys want to hear me continue to talk about hosier yeah yeah all right bye bye, bye. 
Thank you so much for listening. Remember that if you want more bonkers content, you can find tons more in the Temple of Defiant Joy, which you can join on our website, which is bonkersromance.com. And in there, you can find bonus episodes. We are currently recapping Fertile in My Ex-Boyfriend's Dungeon with Katie, and it's an adventure. You can also find artwork and the Bonkers Book Club there. Now go enjoy your next Bonkers read. And remember, if you're going to seduce your husband, dominatrix lessons are always a good idea.